Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Beekeeping for Newbies. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I do appreciate you. As always, you can reach me, Jeff, at beekeepingfornewbies.com or more on the bees at protonmail.com. Today, we've got episode 11 of the Bee Buzz. Um, we have a fun episode that went out just a day or so ago. I've got another one coming out probably later tonight or tomorrow around two-frame nukes, expanding your apiary with them and some other cool things you can do with them. But immediately, I wanted to jump on and chat with you real quick because, ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest today. Special guest, please introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's up? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Phoebe Keeper who has not graced us with her presence in a really long time, so I wanted to take advantage of the opportunity that I have. So, Phoebs, what is new with you? I mean, I think when we last left off with you, I have no idea what you were doing because it was forever ago and people are messaging at least 25 to 30 times a day asking where you are. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but, but, um, <laughs> but what are you, what are you up to these days? What's going on? Talk to us. Uh, just doing a lot of schoolwork. I don't know. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think, uh, something here that is really cool to share. So you are certified in how many different Adobe products now? Uh, three at the moment, and I'm working on my fourth. Nice, nice. So we have the Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator, Premiere Pro, and I'm working on After Effects. So while that's really cool, neat, and exciting, I can already hear at least 100 people saying, well, hey, if you can do all that stuff, why do your thumbnails on YouTube look like crap? They're beekeeping for newbies team. So with that, it gives me a chance now to hold you accountable because I, it's not for me. I don't care about the thumbnails. It's everybody else who listens and wants good thumbnails. So, Phoebes, you have to be the, the queen of the thumbnail. I can try. Okay, that's all we ask. Okay, so school's going well. We got summer coming up here right around the corner. Any big plans this summer? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I don't know. All right. Okay. Um, I'm not very interesting. A very productive discussion we've had so far. What to do. Thank you for your time. Okay. <laughs> Um, on the beekeeping side of things. So, um, I know you have not yet had a chance to use the oxalic acid vaporizer, so we won't talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, we, I think we might've lost her here, everybody. Let's see here. Let's look real quick in the discord room and see if there's any questions that you can answer for everybody. Hold on. I think you forgot an exciting thing. You got your state inspection coming up I mean that for Ooh. your car. Yep. That's exciting. Okay. Still need brake lights. Or not brake lights, turn signals. Your turn signals are out? We've been over this. I feel like we may have discussed this before. <laughs> okay. I, Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we need to get back to that. That's kind of an important one. So, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for today. I got to go fix some turn signals. Um, no, please remind me about that later on. We'll have to get to that. Okay, I don't see anything. Let's look in the B-Buzz section here real quick. All right, Phoebe. So we, we know that your your vehicle needs a little maintenance and uh, some turn signals. But outside of that, anything B related that you'd like to accomplish this year? We have uh, let's see, we're in April now. So let's say between now and July, what are, what are you trying to accomplish in the B world? <laughs> okay. I don't All know. right. All right. Well, uh, hey. <laughs> I'm going to answer that. Well, hey, great. Thanks for having me back on the show there, Peeps. Really good. We really enjoyed it. Now, one more time. So here's Phoebe when we ask our question. There it is right there. Okay, well, uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And again, the Phoebe Keeper, thank you for being here. God bless Okay. All right. Well, hey, everybody, what I wanted to do is just I wanted to catch up with you and chat real quick about uh, something that I'm seeing kind of a little bit, little common discussion in the Discord and, you know, a couple of emails I've received on the subject. Basically, anybody who keeps bees, whether this is your first season that you've overwintered or whether you've been doing it for a decade, you're going to lose colonies. And I think that People like me who have had a whole lot of colonies over the years, I, I'm kind of apathetic to it. I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, colonies just don't make it, and it, it just happens, and it's just not a big deal to me because I'm so used to it. But I think that I'm a bit detached from it because I, I've just been doing it for so long. I just don't I don't personalize it as much as a lot of people do. And, and I, what I'm really trying to get at with this is to make sure you know that you know, don't take it personally. Not every colony is going to make it. I've had some years, particularly with the package bees, where you might only have a 20 or a 25% success rate in getting them to make it through the season, build up enough resources to go into the winter, and then actually overwinter successfully. If a colony doesn't make it, I, I've seen so many people, particularly this year since we've had the Discord and we've had the ability to have this regular daily dialogue, which I think is really exciting and fun, and we're up to like 55 members, it looks like. I just, I really, I really don't want you to feel bad. I mean, yes, there are things that you as an individual beekeeper could have done that caused them to die. There are things you maybe could have done as an intervention that maybe could have saved them. But when it's all said and done, you have to recognize that there is a massive like genetic and environmental component to this. So you could have you know, a, a extreme weather situation that actually caused them to die. You could have really, really poor genetics that caused them to die. It could be related something relating to disease or... You know, maybe you treated for Varroa but didn't do a very good job of getting it in time. You know, the mites themselves just really completely just drained the resources of the bees and, and they died because they were infected, you know. So, yes, there are, like I said, there are things you could have done differently sometimes, but you, you just can't beat yourself up. I, and, again, it's super easy for me to just be like, oh, that one didn't make it. Take one of the surviving colonies, split it two, three times, replace the ones that failed, and 
you know, continue on to add additional colonies based on that split. But I just, I really wanted to let you all know that, you know, it's, it's not uncommon to have colonies not make it. What I would encourage you to do is to do some investigative work after to kind of try to try to figure it out, do some kind of uh, like, I don't know, in the IT world, we called it like root cause analysis, but go back and say, okay, let's open the colony up and look, let's look at the hardware. If you see the inside is like completely saturated, the, the you know inner cover is really heavy and then covered and soaked in water and you see evidence of mold and mildew and, you know, um, everything is just gross looking and you, you know, you'll know, okay, they got too much, uh, too much condensation on the inside. If you open everything up and there's a lot of dead bees there, you know, you can try and find some clues with that. You know, did they starve? Did they, you know, were they sick? Uh, there's a, there's a lot of things that, that you can do and maybe it's worth a separate episode to kind of discuss all of your after action kind of uh, tasks that you should undertake if you have a colony that fails. But I really just, I wanted to get a quick message over to you to please, please don't beat yourself up about this. Okay. It's going to happen. There's going to be failures. Try to learn from it. Do anything you can to learn. Jump in the discord room, you know, where you just go to beekeepingfornewbies.com. We have a link to the discord room in there. Send, you know, put pictures in, post pictures of what you see inside the colony after you've opened the hive and you're in there looking around. Let us see if we can help you figure out what went wrong and, and just talk about it. So at a high level, you know, I would be thinking about maybe how many bees were still in the colony. You know, you can't really look at a bunch of dead bees that have been dead for a month and figure out their health. But, you know, look at, look at them physically to see if you can obviously see something wrong with them. But really looking in the colony to see, is there excessive moisture? Do they have any honey stores still remaining? That's a big component. If it's completely empty and void of all resources, you know, obviously, they probably starved to death. You know, the other part, too, is I've heard a lot of colonies, complaints from people about their colonies, where they've got plenty of food left, dead bees, and they don't know why, right? So it could, could very well be disease. It could be that the cluster was not big enough to overwinter they just didn't have enough bees to keep themselves warm so they never even got a chance to use all the resources there are a lot of reasons why they may not overwinter but like i said it happens to everybody it happens to the best of us please don't give up ask a lot of questions continue to engage with me your mentor people in the bee club anybody who will listen to you you can just reach out ask questions don't give up and um, you know we'll look forward to catching up with you soon and talking to you about it and Moving on to the next subject, this is a crazy busy time of year. Like I'm getting so many messages and hearing so much from people who are seeing swarms and, and having activity. And uh, it's a good time of year. It's a scary time of year, but we're gonna we're all in this together. All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you soon. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.